everybody. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Disaster Movies Month comes to a close this week with uh, a movie that follows the uh, symmetry that we sort of threw into place mm-hmm. over the course of the month because mm-hmm. these things never have a plan. No. Uh, <laughs> the only real plan was like eventually get to this movie. Yeah. Really? Um, saving and, the best for last, essentially. And start with that first one. Yeah. I mean, that we weren't even like 100% of like the night before. We weren't like, that's what we're doing. We were like, yeah, ah, shit, what are we doing? True. So it's like, it goes, it, it goes, however it goes. Uh, so the hilarious, like, uh, ramshackle symmetry mm. of starting with Night of the Twisters, Tornadoes. Going to Vertical Limit, a mountain climbing disaster. Mm. Going to Dante's Peak, a volcano. Back to mountain climbing with Cliffhanger. And then here back to Tornadoes with like what can only be described as like the ultimate tornado movie. Mm -hmm. Like the beginning and end of tornado movies there's yep. it's like jaws with sharks yep there's nothing else i mean i mean jurassic park with dinosaurs i guess <laughs> you know like there's certain kinds of movies where it's like that's the one though mm-hmm. like there's movies you know this that's the one though yeah uh and uh what a hoot it'll be to talk about because it's been a while since i've watched the full thing mm-hmm. i remember in the last like maybe five or six years or so that I caught it from a certain point to another certain point, maybe all the way through the end, I forget. Yeah. Um, so it, it was sort of fresh in my mind and a movie I'd seen before, but I also knew that I did not know it nearly as well as you. <laughs> this uh, movie is ingrained in my brain. Yeah, I will. Ever. I <laughs> I had to like stop myself from just writing the script <laughs> as my notes. Yeah, like oh, and then this line, and mm-hmm. then this line, and then this line, because it's all just perfect. <laughs> yeah, the movie, of course, that we are talking about is the 1996 American epic disaster film Twister. I am so excited. <laughs> this movie, man. Oh, it is a bona fide classic. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. American classic, at least. One of those like movies that, like, come on, you've we've all seen this, right? We've all seen Twister. You must have seen Twister. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of those movies. Yeah. It's got like uh uh the like classic American nineties actors like Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton mm-hmm. and uh Carrie Elways. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman as well uh, yes. is just such a fucking gem mm-hmm. in in a like early uh, secondary supporting cast role where like even with the tiniest stuff you're like he's stealing the movie yep he is stealing it you have to give him bigger <laughs> roles because he is he is like ruining your movies by stealing all the limelight <laughs> as this tiny character in it <laughs> like he's just too fucking good yeah um Alan Ruck. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Alan Ruck! Again, another small part in the movie. He's not like huge all over the place. Yeah, he's got like one really good line, like one really memorable. Like, oh, there's there's his line Two. of the movie. Well, at I, least to I, me, the to one me. that I stuck out very specifically: Bob's Road. Uh, yes, gotta find his road. It's like Bob's Road. There's also Rabbity is good, Rabbity is wise. <laughs> okay, uh, the Bob's Road one stuck out to me specifically. He's just it. It felt very Cameron. To mm, me, the like, mm. oh god, sarcastic and like, that <laughs> whatever. Was like He's a running joke in my family. Like, if we got Bob's lost, Road. we're like, I don't know, I'm on like Bob's Road. 
Oh man, he's he's so fucking wonderful. Like I will never not see Cameron because mm-hmm. it's like a defining fucking role. It's so perfect. He's so good at it that yeah. like every every role of him is just Cameron doing something. Yeah. You know, Cameron <laughs> chasing storms or <laughs> Cameron as a as a a bus rider in speed yeah. <laughs> visiting Los Angeles. I think he's like a tourist or something. Um, speaking of speed, though, director of this, Jan de Bont. He is the one who did Speed 2 because he also did Speed. I was wrong about that. Rennie Harlan from last week, Cliffhanger, did Deep Blue Sea. Ah, there it is. <laughs> I was getting a little confused. Also, I'm pretty sure he did Die Hard 2. <laughs> <laughs> so we've done a couple of Rennie Harlan ones. Um, his are it? always entertaining, at least, even yeah. if they're sometimes stupid. Yeah. Um, this one is it, it is such the like effects-driven disaster movie. Like uh, the post Jurassic Park CGI boom of like, look what we can do. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like tornado movies prior to this, I'm sure. I I, I haven't even fucking seen any of them. (laughs) I'm I'm sure nobody ever tried. They were like, we can't make a convincing tornado on screen. Have you seen fucking Wizard of Oz? (laughs) Like that's that's the best we can get. That's not very real. You can't make compelling drama out of this. It's got to be like silly and fantastical. Mm -hmm. So like now they have the technology to do like, deadly fucking serious looking tornado shit yeah and there's still a few moments in this movie that are legitimately scary yeah like the moments of seeing them in the distance like unfortunately none of the scenes where the people are in specific danger (laughs) i feel is like does anything in terms of like being like oh god that scenario because a lot of it's very like action movie e like oh the truck oh this you know like getting in the ditch the truck gets flown away while they're under the bridge and stuff and you're like oh well They'd probably also get sucked away, too, if they were that close (laughs) to that truck. But it's an action movie, so whatever. But just the, like, immense, looming death (laughs) of these fucking tornadoes is effective as fuck in this movie. Who boy. I mean, the opening scene like mm-hmm. the opening traumatic scene y- yes. <laughs> as we've established this month yes. is how you do these things. Uh, that like the growl <laughs> of the storm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. As it like that's the first sound of the movie is that Pretty much, storm yeah, yeah, growling yeah. in and it just I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. So I, I much. feel like I would appreciate it a lot more in a theater where you like feel it a little bit more mm-hmm. because when I fir- when I heard it like on my headphones the first time I I chuckled a little bit because I was like that was like an animal <laughs> that was like a literal animal roar <laughs> but like I could do the like like the rumble you would get in a theater is probably yeah. like that shit's effective like John DeBont is not a fucking slouch no you know what I mean like he knows how to do action shit as silly as things get at certain points with like tornado physics yeah you're still like or or, <laughs> or when they like drive through a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like silliness like that, but it's like, yeah, because that's what he does. He does action shit. He does. He <laughs> makes these set pieces happen. Like what? What kind of crazy shit might happen in a tornado? Let's do it. Let's yeah. do the craziest <laughs> shit, not just like normal everyday tornado shit. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the the opening like disaster that sets everything sort of in motion. Joe is a kid, and her family run into the cellar because of the tornado. Mm-hmm. I wrote down immediately, I was like, these fucking dopes leaving their dog behind. What is wrong with you? How is that not one of the things you grab? Like, once one of you has the kid, yeah, there's the dog. It's right there. What are you doing? But uh, the, the tornado coming and taking her dad, obviously terrifying moment, mm-hmm. uh, just like disappearing up into the like gaping maw of this 
wind beast mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's that's what they that's what they are in this movie. They are like wild animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are not simply a weather formation. No. <laughs> These things are growling. They are attacking. Uh, there's like I don't, but you could you could like subscribe to the theory that they are sentient and attacking Joe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like there's the moment later where she kind of says that, even though it's like you know what she means. Yeah. But you know, and then Bill Paxton responds as though she does mean that, and it's like that. No, she doesn't actually mean that. She thinks the tornado was like picking houses. Yeah. It was like, oh, you know, fuck that family. You know, but his response of like, do you really think that? It's like, no, Bill. Which is so funny to me that Bill is Bill in this movie. That threw me for a loop. I completely forgot that was his name, honestly. <laughs> so it was just like, they keep calling him Bill. And I'm like, that's, this is weird. Hey, hey, they also call him the extreme. <laughs> God. Oh, man. This crew. This fucking tornado crew. I love it so much. Uh, they're so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, sorry. The other thing that I thought was funny, though, like, it, it obviously makes like the scene look way better and since it isn't the thing that kills him like you kind of get a pass for it but i wrote down that it doesn't seem like a good idea for your storm cellar to have viewing windows yeah on the door <laughs> like the lightning flashing yeah. through it is obviously like makes it way spookier and makes it look way cooler mm-hmm. but like if that's your storm cellar yeah. You don't put windows on it. At least <laughs> that's not, really against, not windows like that. Yeah, that's against the point of the <laughs> cellar, I think. <laughs> like you don't want to look at the tornado. Jesus. It's terrifying. <laughs> um, but this obviously is her tragic thing that the movie kind of like like obviously the characters call her Joe, like call the little girl Joe. Mm-hmm. And then when, you know, she shows up later, it's like, duh, obviously that's the person, you know. Mm-hmm. But the actual mentioning of the tragic backstory of Helen Hunt's character isn't until like an hour into the movie. Like yeah. if you, every other one of these movies is like somebody comes back and they're like, so how about that tragedy? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then in this one, it's really like all smiles and science and fun Yeah. <laughs> until things like kind of go wrong or at least like not as well as they want. Yeah. And then she gets real sad and then they kind of go into it and it's like, oh God, right. That whole opening scene that happened. And then we just moved to present day yeah. and then you just move on, which I find so funny. Like they should not have put present day. <laughs> it's like, I disagree twister. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing though, is like, there's something to be said about like, Hey, we're not trying to anchor this movie to a year, mm-hmm. so to speak. So just be like present day, whatever. Yeah. So it's like, there's something to be said about doing it that way instead of doing it like eight years later or specifying a year or something like that. Uh, but it does leave you a little bit of a question. Cause like, unless I fucking missed it, I don't think they gave us a year at the beginning anyway. So you're just like kind of assuming it's olden days because it like looks kind of old, but they are like a farm family. And I assume that there were like residences in the 90s that looked exactly like that house Mm -hmm. just out in the country (laughs) in the 90s. So like they don't really actually set you up in the past specifically unless there's some like date set on the TV. Don't they have the TV running right? And they're talking the weather report. I don't know. Maybe they mention a year. But I was just like, okay, I know it's in the past because I know who this is. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that this is the backstory of Helen Hunt. But in in the same way, you're like, what year was any of this? <laughs> I have no idea. And then you just whip present day at me. You're like, what, my present day? Your present day? Who's present day? <laughs> 
Yeah, they definitely could have gotten away with a like 25 years later, 30 years later, however yeah. old she is. I think I think honestly the thing that might kind of like put a wrench in it is that it goes from her tragic backstory and then we come to present day and we're with Bill Paxton. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, wait, what? What's going on here? And then he eventually gets to Joe. Yeah. And then the stories come together and then it's about both of them. Actually, and then eventually she comes into it. So it would be weird to be like 25 years later, this guy is doing something. And you're like, yeah. what does that have to do with what we just saw, though? Well, actually, it went to NSSL first. I still like that they underlined, like they showed what it stands mm -hmm. for and underlined NSSL. So it's like, this is what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's so funny, too, is like as soon as it happened, I was like, OK. And suddenly I realized that it like clicked way better than ever before by doing that for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> it would be like if I saw that at the beginning of a movie and I was like, okay, that's what that is. And then moved on, moved on. And then a few scenes later, somebody used the acronym. I'd be like, what are they talking about? Yeah. What are we doing here? But underlining it was like acronym. Well, it's not really an acronym because it doesn't spell anything, but just like initialism. Like, yeah. Oh, oh okay <laughs> it was like there in my mind got it for the rest of it yeah it was a, it was Thanks, a neat little thing um considering how fucking like harrowing and nightmarish <laughs> the tornado <laughs> eating the dad is at the beginning when it cuts to present day and uh and it goes to fucking bill paxton and his fiance driving around in the truck that tune is so jaunty i could not replicate <laughs> it right now i don't remember exactly what it's like but it was just way more like, it was like this is almost like piratey mm -hmm. what we're doing here like it's on the seven seas of hunting tornadoes I like love it. it's not the ocean it's the vast empty plains <laughs> of oklahoma fucking um it's yeah but it's like it makes it a, a little sort of jawsy <laughs> you know what i mean where it's like hey we're like they're the crew their trucks are the orca it's a kind of similar vibe <laughs> Jan DeBont wanted to make Jaws but completely landlocked <laughs> he's like how do you do it that twisters was, that was like a drunken bet or something <laughs> yeah right like I bet you can't make Jaws oh <laughs> uh, I, I it's not exactly Jaws obviously because I wish there was a Quint character who's like oh, I'll tell you about twisters <laughs> gets eaten by one at the end um <clears throat> but uh I mean, him there is a Jonas. <laughs> I mean, there's not really an analog to Jonas. There's no like jerk oceanographer <laughs> who is like, <laughs> corporately backed, who's like fighting with Hooper. Who's <laughs> like, oh, that guy isn't in it for the science, um, which is such the silliest thing. Like the character of Jonas, I see why it's there. I love Carrie always so much that I'm like, I it, just do it, bro. Like mm -hmm. his southern accent isn't great, but it's not it, it, like I don't think if you didn't know, you would place him as English. You might be no because yeah, I had you, no yeah. idea. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> I, I, you would probably assume he's not southern. Like yeah. you might be like, eh, it's kind of iffy, but it's not that bad. And it's also not like, whoa, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, Sorry, I watched a couple of commercials and I thought I <laughs> had it licked. I don't know. Um, but his like silly, like rivalry character with Bill Paxton. I, I, I mean, I like the rivalry and I like the way that they do things. I don't like their reasoning for disliking him of being like, oh, what a corporate sellout. Like, dude found funding. Yeah. What are we what are we doing here, guys? Like just because you guys are scraping by on bootstraps or whatever, like just because this dude found funding, like you're fucking him? Why? What's I don't get it. And like, yeah, they show later that it's like, oh, he's he just like he copies what fucking Bill does. Yeah. And he just does what Bill does, and he's a big copycat and follower. 
and he doesn't actually know what he's doing. But the way that they like single him out as like a corporate sellout, it's like, <laughs> guys, it's science. That's like what you're aiming for. You want some company to be like, here's a billion dollars. Do your science. Yeah. <laughs> like that's he's he's living the dream I, until the very end. <laughs> I would like to mention they specifically called him a corporate kiss ass. Did that? Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all that means is that he's better at talking to those guys than they are, which makes sense because they're all kind of a pile of lunatics. <laughs> I mean, but they're in it for the science. <laughs> I know. Like, they're so fun and so silly, but like really like taking a step back and looking at it, it's like, you guys are kind of crazy. <laughs> uh, Philip Seymour often, obviously the craziest. Uh, uh, is he a stoner? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you mean in life? Because that's a touchy subject. <laughs> no, I meant the character Dusty. I mean, I would expect you would know more than I would. I've only just watched this like one time recently now and then I'm way back in the day. I think I had that realization that, oh, my God, <laughs> I think he might be like at least somewhat. Like that's the that's the archetype they made him as. Yeah. Like, or, or it's the flavor uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman gave him. You know what I mean? This or it's or it's true. like he looked at the lines on the page and was like, this guy's a flat out lunatic. Yeah. I need to like play true. him like like what he would be. Yeah. <laughs> like this kind of crazy guy who leans into a woman <clears throat> he's never met to explain <laughs> the suck zone. <laughs> uh way too close to her face. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Again, he's stealing it. And like there's a later scene when they're at Meg's <clears throat> after it gets fucking knocked down by the tornado and shit mm. when he is like running up the house to go in there and check on them and call for help and yell for bill and all that he is like he's so fucking acting yeah and you can just see that it's like this guy needs to do he needs to graduate yeah. he can't be at this level anymore <laughs> you know what i mean like he has to be the guy yeah because this is too good to just like just have do this yeah and like, for him to be able to like in the same movie have the like goofy over-the-top obnoxiousness that he has towards the beginning <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah and then have that like super sentimental moment outside the ambulance mm -hmm. like <clears throat> god <laughs> he's, he's so good so i mean good. it's right around this time i forget the years but it's right around this time that he is in uh boogie nights which uh, he's not a huge role in that either but it's a more dramatic like sort of movie mm -hmm. you know the like high mm -hmm. prestige sort of thing so he gets a chance to not like, a act. twister yes not not a twister or something <laughs> like that um <clears throat> speaking of <laughs> speaking of jonas though for one somebody somebody said it to bill before jonas did but then jonas also said it and it got a huge reaction i love how they use like weatherman mm -hmm. as like a wussy job insult <laughs> like what are you a weatherman like i'll fucking kill you <laughs> it's so good it's such the thing that's like i mean i guess i don't know any better i don't know what it's like to be a storm chaser and if mm -hmm. being seen as a weatherman is like a wimpy like lateral move or something i don't know i mean they're sitting in a cushy studio not all day. chasing storms not chasing storms yeah keeping it's... their truck pretty <laughs> it's you know it's or so just funny. keeping their truck yeah and not dying uh <laughs> like several people in the movie do um i thought it was so funny i i, I didn't like remember the exact series of events i knew that it's like okay right they have that whole dorothy thing that you know holds all those sensors they want to send out into a tornado mm -hmm. to like uh track what it's doing because nobody knows what it's doing in there and i was like is that true does nobody know what's happening in there 
Or like, it seems like we would under, like, it seems like something we understand, <laughs> you know, like maybe, okay, not like specific, like pressure limits or whatever the fuck, you know, the things that they're exactly measuring, yeah. but the way they describe it, they're like, nobody knows what's happening in there. Like, it's not a wizard. It's a tornado. Like it's air, it's pressure. It's, it's, it's wind. I don't know. It, it was <laughs> a bit of is. an exaggeration. Okay. Cause yeah, yeah. that like, that got me like, I was like, wait a minute. Nobody knows. <laughs> like, like it can't be that much of a mystery. We do, but it it's true. Like at that time, like they yeah, hadn't oh, even yeah. like it wasn't until ten years later that the enhanced Vegeta scale came out. Mm-hmm. Like that was the best that they had at the time. For sure, yeah. It, it's, it's it not, was it's not exaggerated total, <laughs> a, a bit. It's not like total lunatic nonsense movie science, right? You know, like there are some of them that felt like that. Uh, <laughs> maybe not necessarily. I mean, the nitroglycerin a little bit felt like that in Vertical Limit. Like what? I don't think a, that's a little how bit. that works. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in terms of science, it's giving it that personal touch of like they, there needs to be better warnings because of what happened to me. Yeah. Sort of deal, which again, like, I like that whole concept. Still a little confused why they like leave it for so long and don't have her mention it or talk about it specifically. You know, like th- they bring Melissa along. <clears throat> I realized very clearly, I was like, oh, you know what? <laughs> now I get it. Now I really know why she's like with him to come and do this yep. is so that she's the outsider that everybody can explain shit to for the audience. Yep. Because if Bill just rolled up, they'd all just talk lingo mm-hmm. and we'd have no clue what they're fucking talking about. Yep. <laughs> um, which it really just makes it so sad that it's like, man, I mean, I get that they want it to be that he's moving on. You know, and she, but, you know, they kind of still want to be together. Mm -hmm. So there's that, like, pull away and pull towards and that kind of thing. It still just feels like, oh, what a poor lady Melissa is for, like, getting dragged into this. Like, pulled here for what was supposed to be a, like, five-minute errand. Yeah. Like, we are going to roll up. You are going to sign this paper. We are going to leave. And then they just immediately get caught up in storm chasing. And Bill does not hide it even a little bit it is so fun to me how apparent it is that he just wants to do this storm shit yeah like as soon as they start talking about something he's like um uh, what's that though yeah what's this over here and his ears start perking up every time somebody mentions something like what's that what's going on here what, what are we gonna do okay well you know what we're gonna need to do now and he just like immediately falls into it melissa's just like oh I, okay i guess this is what we're doing now You know, and the fact that, like, so much of this movie, or at least, like, the first kind of chunk is all just, like, one day where they, like, go out and they find one fucking tornado and they, like, try to do something. And then, oh, there's another one. And, oh, we better get over there. And and Melissa's just, like, getting dragged along the whole time. And Mm -hmm. I was like, it's good that I guess they didn't have any other plans or Uh, (laughs) dinner reservations or something (laughs) that they could literally just get dragged along on this, like, crazy storm chase (laughs) that she's clearly not equipped for. She... She had the option to not go with. She specifically (laughs) said, and I quote, I find this kind of interesting. I'm going to tag along. (laughs) Well, how much of it is her finding it interesting and her wanting to share in the interest with her fiance? I mean, honestly, it's, it's not even worth it to talk about their relationship because of how sort of easily the movie is just kind of like all right and then that's over and done and we're back to what we you know figured this was all about bill paxton and helen hunt yeah you know what i mean it's so funny to me how uh easily she just sort of lets it happen 
it happens and obviously yeah there's the whole sequence of her in like the hotel room like spinning the ring and like looking all like oh this but the fact that in the end she's just like yeah you know what yeah i'm not even that upset <laughs> yeah it's just like all right well i'll see ya yeah <laughs> and then she just pieces there's no like he doesn't get like spit in the face or like a slap or like a ring thrown at him or something she's just like yeah no this is, I, <laughs> I clearly, done. I'm clearly not what you want. Yeah, and then, and he's just like, oh well, Have a um, good life. All right, <laughs> and then he goes. I mean, obviously, it's not like he goes and they like immediately start making out or something like. No, because like, they by have the to go the rush movie. off to Meg. Right, but just you know, by the end of the movie, uh, it's all clear. There's oh, not yeah. even any lingering like. But remember, like this is fucked up. Isn't his and his fiance still back at the hotel? And they're like kissing here out by the thing. Like, oh no, 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 we've. Tied that up with a nice little bow 20 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's just done, though. She served her purpose in the movie of being the person to introduce us to all this shit. Yep. Once we're up to speed, kind of drop her. Yeah. <laughs> Save her the hassle of dealing with another tornado because she yeah. does go through one that like takes out that that whole like drive in. Yeah, the drive in and everything. Like she did have to experience that one. I um, <clears throat> love that scene. That's a good so one. Much. That one, uh, that's very. That one felt very Jurassic Park to me, and the like impending doom, like look off in the distance, yeah, see like the lightning sort of thing, and then like, oh, and here it's gonna come tear assing through the fucking place, you mm -hmm. know that whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, loved the fact that we uh, watched The Shining for a second there. Yep, that was great. <laughs> I I always absolutely loved that the screen is getting ripped apart by the tornado as. Jack Torrance is ripping apart the door oh, yeah. with the axe. <clears throat> Even though it makes zero sense. Zero based, sense. Based on where they were in the yep. movie when we jumped in five minutes ago. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Makes no sense whatsoever. They're, unless, they're just watching They're just some... watching the best of The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> it's way shorter. It's like 15 minutes. You're in and you're out. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, and yeah. that was the setting for the ride at Universal Studios. I feel like I went on the Twister ride. I did go to Universal Studios like once or maybe twice. I've been on a couple of those rides. Mm -hmm. So I think I might have been on the Twister one. That was a good one because you just stand on the platform. It doesn't go anywhere. You you stand there and, you and it just get blasted. Yeah. That was so much fun. <laughs> I loved that. How flew by, of course. <laughs> oh, some of that stuff is so, so silly. <laughs> like, I gotta go, Julia. We got cows. <laughs> the physics of some of those things was <laughs> quite wacky. Like, I was not 100% sure what was going on there for a set. Like, some of that cow stuff, like, where it was like, there's a huge tornado over there, and it's blowing the, the cow across the road? Where is it? Where's it going? Like, is just blowing it away from the tornado? Like, it's not like there were two tornadoes playing, like, ping pong with a cow. So, like, where is it going? Why is the tornado just sort of floating a cow out into the world? Like, what is the tornado doing to do that? I don't get this. It's just so silly. Like, it wasn't like a cow that was thrown. Yeah. This cow was sort of just swimming through the air <laughs> looking at Bill Paxton. <laughs> um, so crazy. Uh <laughs> But, like, again, though, some of those moments, like, that moment of them looking off in the distance at that fucking tornado, super terrifying. Mm -hmm. uh, the one that they're, like, driving up on towards the end <clears throat> that's, like, so fucking massively huge and stuff. Absolutely yeah. terrifying. The one that confused the shit out of me, I didn't understand what was happening with those, like, twin twisters that were on, like, a lake, mm -hmm. right? That was on a lake. What was, I don't understand what was happening in that <laughs> sequence. They, like, drive up and they're like, there's one. And then it's like, oh, we got we got twins. 
and they're like yeah. oh no and it's like well wait what's okay so what do you so what are we doing and they just like sort of keep driving and, yeah. and i didn't quite understand what we were actually <laughs> what we were actually doing here um the the relationship between paxton and hunt is such <laughs> that like that classic uh movie like oh they just don't get oh they're like you know like they they fight so much because uh, that's how in love they are you know yeah. like that sort of vibe i wrote down i loved that like in the truck while they're driving towards one of these tornadoes like speeding towards it with like jonas you know uh, en route as well or whatever and they're driving joe asks a simple question i don't even remember exactly what the question is that starts the scene mm -hmm. but she asks a simple question to which bill replies hey i don't want to fight yeah <laughs> <laughs> which sort of says a lot about these two that like she's literally only asking a simple question like later on in the scene she's like i'm just saying things and it's like you yeah you know like i didn't see a like actual like oh you see how she's kind of prodding him and like getting him getting his <laughs> mm -hmm. goat it really seemed like completely innocent questions and he was like if you ask me questions it's gonna get out of hand yeah. <laughs> and it's like why it doesn't have to we can all just stay calm bill yeah <laughs> she then... <laughs> asked him where she where he met melissa Oh, yeah, that was it. And, and he's like, look, I don't want to fight. Like, Bill, <laughs> you could just say. I don't uh, know. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, she seems nice. Ha! Uh-oh, she's not nice? <laughs> I could keep going. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, what I thought was so funny, though, was Joe's uh, extremely Hollywood movie calm reaction to Bill almost murdering them on that ride when he drives the truck and they go off the road a little bit and there's, like, a tractor and she's yeah. just like, do you want me to drive? And he's like, no, and she, will you? And then they almost fucking hit the tractor. And he's like, oh, shit, and goes out of the way. Like, why were you so calm, Joe? Yeah. You should have been like, tractor, 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 <laughs> right in front of us. Stop the fucking truck, dude. Uh, they're very calm about that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, so much of the tornado, ch I mean, the whole movie is just tornado chasing, which is what makes it so wonderful. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, they don't, there's no real bad guy yeah. other than the twisters, essentially. Um, and I like the fact that, like, yes, yes, the whole Dorothy contraption thing could very well do a lot of good. Mm -hmm. And yes, 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 this giant fucking tornado at the end of the movie is like, this is one of the biggest on record. Like, this is uh, an opportunity that is not everyday kind yeah. of thing. However, it still it seems so low stakes for a whole movie to hinge on. Essentially, like the whole <laughs> plot of the end of the movie is like, we've got to fucking get Dorothy into this tornado. That is our one and only goal for the end of this movie is to make sure our science happens because it might be a long time before we get another chance. Like, but you could get another chance. Like, it's so <laughs> wild to me. But what's great, though, is that it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, like, the movie is still so much fun, and these people are so great that, like, you don't really give a shit that it's like, oh, yeah, there's not, like, a ticking clock before someone fucking explodes <laughs> or, like, or like oh, no, the tornado's going towards that retirement home. We need to evacuate everybody, you know, or something dumb like that. Yeah. It's literally just like, we want our science to happen. Mm -hmm. Let's fucking go oh, the science. <laughs> Nature's <laughs> giving us this one shot. It's, like, it's so, it's so, like positive yeah you know like even though it is horribly dangerous they almost die and all that kind of junk uh, and, <laughs> and, and jonas does die and Eddie. oh my god oh Poor my Eddie. god fucking jonas dude he, i never deserved it the least <laughs> yeah really um i still though i can't get over 
how funny it is like the fact that you know the thing comes through the windshield <laughs> kills the driver mm-hmm. jonas is in the quick. yeah jonas is in the passenger seat and like oh god this just happened and then it just like snap cuts to really far away of you know joe and bill mm-hmm. watching as their like truck and trailer just like so effortlessly <laughs> just like up into the air oh the tornado and then exploding on the ground how just like quickly and cleanly and effortlessly like the tornado and therefore the movie just dispatches <laughs> with jonas completely or it's just like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's not they're not gonna fight there's not gonna be like oh my god now bill and jonas are fist fighting on top of this truck while the tornado's coming like no well that's not where this is fucking going so we have an asshole he stole the dorothy project kind of I mean, really, if you get down to it, like, okay, was there a patent? If there wasn't, then what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, and if he wants to get science done, why are you fighting him if you want the science done? (laughs) Like, is it about the credit? Come on. But, like, either way, though, it's like, okay, he's a bad guy, but he's not, like, a villain bad guy. Mm -hmm. So the tornado just has to kill him. And instead of making it some big, long, drawn-out sequence or, like, he gets hurt and they maybe try to rescue him and they try to get to him, but, oh, no, the tornado. They're just like, no, no, no. (laughs) <laughs> just send his truck into the tornado so yep. he blows up and he's done. No yep. more Jonas. Nope. <laughs> I love it. It's it's just like <laughs> it's so efficient. I yeah. Tornado gives no fucks. <laughs> yeah, much like mountains and the sea. <laughs> uh obviously can't talk about this movie without talking about Aunt Meg, who I I know it'll be sacrilege to you because you're like, I know this movie inside and out, and I know this the whole time. I, it wasn't until much later, and when I turned subtitles on, that I was like, "Oh, Meg, not May." Oh, yeah. And nobody, nobody like enunciated. Nobody said no. it very clearly. So every time I was just like, "Oh, hey, Emma, what are you doing over here, Emma? Well, how are we doing, Emma?" And that was the so I was like, "Aunt May, right? It's Aunt May." And then finally, he was like, "Meg," like, yeah. "Oh, fuck! Aunt- I gotta change all my notes." Aunt Meg. <laughs> it's Aunt Meg. Um, wonderful little like side character, uh, also from a movie that we did because she was in Minority Report. Uh, (laughs) she was Dr. Iris, so I don't remember which character that was anymore, but still just funny that like, hey, you did another movie we did. Um, and her, obviously the wonderful smorgasbord of food for them. Mm -hmm. Like, it was great to see them do it. Like, even though they're a bunch of like 30s (laughs) year old people, Mm -hmm. but to like show up at this lady's house like a bunch of like teenagers, like, oh, we're gonna raid Aunt Meg's house. And she loves it. Yeah, right. It was, it was a wonderful little like uh, character beats there Mm -hmm. for everybody, you Mm -hmm. know, the uh, oh, her fucking gravy is practically a food group, (laughs) all that kind of, all the little like, oh, they know this place. Yeah. They're comfy here. Meg, you got a lot of beef. Where'd you get all this beef? See my cows out front? No. Oh, my favorite part. <laughs> Her reaction, like, oh, oh, you get yeah. it? You get I understand. it? Slaughter your own cow, Meg. Nice. <laughs> um, and then, of course, I, like, I'd love to know when they, like, if it was in the script all along or if they decided, like, oh, we should have the Aunt Meg character also be the one who's, like, the situation inspires their change in design for the Dorothy thing at the end. Mm-hmm. If it was like, it's cleaner if it's Aunt May. So they gave her those sculptures out front yeah. specifically for it to be like that. Cause I, I was once it happened, cause I forgot that that was the whole, like I, I knew they did something to them and all that, but I forgot what the like inspiration for it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, that's a great little screenwriting thing. It's like, Oh, of course it's Aunt Meg. 
like introduce her earlier so she matters to us so that they go there later and then those things put an idea in their heads that they didn't even know they needed when they first went there yeah so the first time they saw it it didn't even click uh gotta love too that like even though it's a tornado movie you know where it's like wind that is doing damage and you know Mm. fast moving air and all that they had to also include in that final thing a big semi-trailer of fuel getting picked up and thrown by the tornado yeah. so that they could have a giant fucking explosion. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, guys, it's a 90s action movie. We need a giant gasoline fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then the truck to needs to explode a second time. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> the oh, first one God. I get. Yeah. Totally understand. <laughs> what the fuck exploded the second time? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I can't answer that one. There's a lot of questions about this movie that I can probably answer. That is not one of them. Um, I didn't look at it like closely enough, but it felt to me like when I when you see them drive through the house, when the house just lands <laughs> in the road and then they drive through it, I'm almost certain that the floor plan does not line up. Like the way that it's laying on the road and the way that they blast through it is not at all no. how it should be. <laughs> like they somehow are on a staircase, yeah. even though the house is tipped sideways, yeah. which would mean the stairs would be next to them and not under or above them. Because I feel like they go up through an, a staircase upside down, don't they? <laughs> I thought that was how it so, rolled. I don't even know. Like that. Yeah, it's fucking it's, ridiculous, though. Yeah. And the fact that the truck is like basically fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even though it just drove uh-huh. through uh-huh. an entire house. There are definitely some inconsistencies uh, when it comes to uh, continuity with <laughs> with truck damage. Yeah, truck C- damage, and also I noticed rain. Yeah. You know, like there yeah. are shots where when it's looking in at them. The windshield wipers are like, fuck, we got to get all this rain off this windshield. Mm-hmm. And then when it's their shot looking out the windshield, it's like, burk it, burk it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a very gentle rain. I'm like, how did, wow. Yeah. That kind of got <laughs> a little uh, miscommunication. There's one shot, too, of Melissa. It, it might be like when they're up on the hill and Bill's essentially like confessing that he's still in love with Joe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one angle, her hair is dry. The other angle, it's sopping yeah, wet. soaked wet from the rain. Like, <laughs> uh, much like uh, Night of the Twisters, but with a much better uh, uh, budget, this movie loves just throwing shit at people. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. there's scenes where people get hit with stuff. There's just like all the like rain and hail and <clears throat> crazy fucking debris that gets like thrown at the trucks uh-huh. as they're driving. All the like, whoa, like yeah. the fucking boat that the flies kind of, over whoa. them and stuff. Oh. That whole bit. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, though, I loved the ADR of everybody in all those scenes because it's obvious they're not going to get sound of Bill Paxton on the back of that truck. Mm-hmm. So it's just him acting and then they'll put it in later. So it's very just like clean. Yeah. Like, whoa! Instead of like, <laughs> oh, my fucking shit! Like, <laughs> as you might be on the back of a truck. Um, but at the very end, when they're, you know, when they get Dorothy up into the tornado and then they're like, oh, fuck, now we got to run from this tornado and try to outrun it like you never could. Yeah. Uh, there are some sequences in there where I felt like there might have been some miscommunication between the like actors and the special effects crews about like what should be in the scene and where because they were so fucking calm yeah. in that truck, like maybe 200 yards yeah. from this massive monster fucking tornado. And they're both like, well, man, this is pretty nuts, though. 
I'm like, guys. Uh, but then also the, sh- the like really wide shot of them like running towards or away from something or whatever. And the tornado's like 20 feet away from them. And it's like, mm-hmm. God, effects crew. Yeah. You can't make it that fucking close. Then they're just dead. And yeah. this doesn't make any sense. Like <laughs> clearly there wasn't communication there. But as they're running away and they find themselves uh, running into that shed mm-hmm. where they eventually, you know, the, the whole finale thing happens. And they open the goddamn door to the shed, and there's all the like spiky, terrifying implements oh, hanging the there. Yeah, in that in that barn or whatever. And they're looking at it, and it's like, for one, it's such a silly line because it's like it's a farm. Yeah. Of course, there's going to be a bunch of hanging spiked implements. The, yeah. the, the line she says doesn't make any sense. But his response. Oh my god, who are these people? Yes, but his response doesn't make any sense to that line. She says, "Oh my god, who are these people?" And he says, "I don't think so." That was just his response to the situation. <laughs> oh, was it? She was her response was, "Oh my god, who are these people?" and his response was, "I don't think so." Okay, but th- that's not what it sounds like. You know what I mean? <laughs> it sounds like a response to her, especially because hers is a question. Her saying, "Oh my god, who are these people?" Yeah. Being responded to with, "I don't think so." <laughs> it just sounds like people <laughs> who can't hear each other. Now, I guess I kind of understand a little bit better, but it did not read that way to me at all. Um, But also, it's like, you know who these people are. They're farmers. That's why there's spiky things in here. What do you think they keep in their barns? Yeah. Do you guys, you clearly don't visit barns very often. Yeah, obviously. At least not real functioning ones. Yeah, like she acts like they stumbled on like a serial killer's murder room. And it's like, no, it's just a farmer. Like (laughs) Like, it's a shed full of tools. These are normal farm equipment. Joe, you grew up on one of these. Right. (laughs) What are you doing? She's blocked out everything farm related in her brain because of what happened to her. She's like, who are these people? And he's like, what, you? mean the farmer over there in his field what the fuck is a farmer (laughs) has no idea anymore and i love the fact that meg's dog is there with them to the end Mm -hmm. you know uh like he's in the car driving to the tornado and i'm like guys come on (laughs) what are you doing don't bring the dog into this situation uh but him showing up at the very very end and just being like a real good boy yep is probably one of my favorite bits of that final like pull out ending shot or whatever good old moose yeah um the the Such bit though <laughs> the like big finale moment though is always so funny to me cuz like i'm sure it's not at all the first time anybody's brought this up or thought of it i'm sure you've even thought of it yourself but the moment where they're like oh fuck this shed's going mm-hmm. the tornado's coming it's basically going to be right over us we're going to go through this tornado mm-hmm. so these pipes go 30 feet into the ground so we should be good bill i am not concerned about the integrity of the pipe I am worried about the belt mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck it is you've used to strap yourself to it. Mm-hmm. The pipe, Leather the, straps. The pipes could be 100 feet in the ground. Yeah. None of that would change that that's a flimsy leather fucking strap yeah. that you're hoping a tornado isn't going to rip to shreds. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> like, why they were also holding onto the pole or the, the pipe. <laughs> yes, you know. the pipe. It's more just him like, you know, like it does. It, no, no, nobody, he, it's not the pipe. No, buddy no. <laughs> that's not the worrying situation here yeah um but of course obviously it's just like a wonderful triumphant like she faces the tornado sort of yeah like i mean she got what she wants she always wanted like a front row seat to her tornado yeah i mean that also seems kind of crazy considering the you know trauma you know that she would like want it like does she want to see like what her dad saw I mean, is that what it is? maybe she, she wants, wants to. She thinks she, he might still be in there. <laughs> she wants to get him out. <laughs> she wants to face what took her dad. I don't know. I, it just it's, seems seems like something you'd want to avoid. 
people people are inconsistent in their tragedies this month. Some people give it up entirely. Some people chase it even harder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but regardless, sometimes uh, it's both in one movie. Yeah, sometimes it's the same. It's uh, sometimes. I mean, most of the time, somebody gets their nerve questioned. Yeah, because she did that again to uh-huh. him. <laughs> Fucking uh-huh. Bill Paxton Have gets his nerve, nerve questioned. I was like, man, that's the like third movie where somebody has specifically questioned somebody's nerve. Right. <laughs> um, and it's it is funny now that I think about it how how this movie kind of like splits it and has it both ways. I mean, not necessarily both ways, but just like it gives it to two different people, kind of where it's like there's an opening tragedy. And then there's a person who's getting out. Mm-hmm. They are not the same person, though. Nope. <laughs> you know, so it's like you get the plot of that while also another plot of something else, too. <laughs> I it's, mean, it's it's more bang for your buck. I, John DeBont. It's he knows amazing. What he's doing. It's, this is why <laughs> this movie, like since I was a kid, has been always in my top five, usually mm-hmm. in my top three. <laughs> Uh, I loved when the credits popped up at the end, and I was like, "Oh fuck, Michael Crichton!" Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that he wrote it, mm-hmm. like that he was, it was, you know, like it's it's not based on anything that he did prior, so it's not like he's like you know the book Twister, yeah. <laughs> but like it's it seemed like one of those things that I'm sure people were like, "So what do you got about like tornadoes?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like you're the guy, you're Michael Crichton, you're the yeah. disaster guy. You can do this. What do we do? <laughs> How do we do it, Michael? <laughs> and he's like, "Hold on, let me talk to Steven Spielberg real quick." Because he yeah. was also a producer on it. <laughs> this this movie hit a lot of firsts for me. Mm. First, Bill Paxton. Okay. First, Helen Hunt. Right, right. First, Philip Seymour Hoffman, obviously. Of course. First, Michael Crichton. Okay. Did you see Ferris Bueller before this? Did you already see Cameron? I actually... Or was Cameron Rabbit to you? You're like, look, it's Rabbit in a Detroit Red Wings jersey. <laughs> I actually don't remember which I saw first. I think it actually, I may have seen Twister before I saw Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I mean, it's possible. Uh, given given my family, yes, it seems very <laughs> possible. But yeah, I think I think that might have to wrap it up for this week for Popcorn for Dinner. Because I know that you could talk. I could. <laughs> for another like three hours about this. I really could. But at could. some point, we need will to, need, you, you need to, cut <laughs> to me just off. cut this off. Yeah. I just um, can I just really quick just say I am so glad that we watched this movie. Like I never really need an excuse to watch Twister, <laughs> but it's nice to have one. Right? Oh, that's, that's a wonderful feeling. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it's uh, it's a great capper to Disaster Movie Month. Mm-hmm. Does its job admirably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, and it's uh, you know clearly the sort of like best one in terms of like. Just, you know, the the cast all nailing it, the like action being like this. is This is like big studio. We're doing this mm-hmm. like summer blockbuster disaster movie. Yeah. You know, we're like, yeah, something like Dante's Peak. It does have a bunch of like special effects and big disasters. And I'm sure that was also a summer blockbuster kind of movie. Yeah. But like that movie coming after this definitely feels like, oh, we, we got to get in on the we got to get in on the disaster. Like you can't help mm-hmm. but feel that it's a little bit, you know, indebted to the success of Twister. So like, eh, even if someone's personal preference sways that way, it's like, well, you still got to give it up though. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I like mean, Twister fucking this, does like, it. Kickstarted a whole bunch of other disaster movies that have come since. Cause it was what, like four years after this was day after tomorrow. Oh, way even more. Almost a decade. Day after tomorrow was like 2004. This was like 96. I thought this was 97. Dante's Peak was 97. 
Okay. <laughs> I was close. Hey. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think uh, I think that is gonna wrap it up here for uh, for popcorn for dinner for this week and for this month. Uh, yep. No idea what we're doing yeah. next. We'll see. Yep, we'll see. This is Jeff and Kelly. What a wiener. Hey.